0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 208 of Keep Moving Forward with me, your host, Anthony D Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, live on Instagram, over at ComicAnthonyD. D. As always, though, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. And also over on iTunes. And please, while you're on iTunes, five-star rate and review. Love reading those reviews. Love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Bill Bar is coming out with some new products, old favorites, crazy sales. Go over to billbar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee. They got new sales coming out as well. If you're on Long Island, you can get the donut and coffee special if you just if you live anywhere in the country though, you can still get the coffee. Go over to SailAwayCoffee.com. Use code WWbro ten, save ten percent off your order. The link in my link tree on Instagram, <coughs> excuse me, um, is still live for John Ziegler's GoFundMe. Any little bit helps. John's wrapping up his chemo; has one more round left. And uh, hopefully he can get back to work and, and, and being okay and, and doing, doing what he does on stage. Uh, but in the meantime, every little bit helps over uh, on my Linktree at Comic Anthony D. John Ziegler, GoFundMe. Check that out. I'm apologizing right now. Uh, my voice is the pits, and I will be coughing probably through this. Um, I've been sick all week. I, I got the ick. Let me take a little water there to help. Um Yeah, I I hate being sick. I'm like the biggest baby when it comes to it. And this kind of started last week. I was actually feeling a little under the weather last Monday when I did the podcast. Um, And it just got worse each day. And then um, Tuesday night when I got home from work, I was just out of it. And then um, I woke up Wednesday to go to work and I was just done. But I still went in. I still tried to go in and work and, and get some stuff done. I was there for about an hour before they sent me home. Of course, everybody's worried about COVID, but I did take a test. I was negative. I was negative for COVID. Um, although the, about the 9,000 people who follow me on Instagram, the doctors, they're all doctors. Um, they told me I had COVID, so I don't know who to believe. But, you know, I don't know. I think we can still get sick. We can still get things other than COVID. It is that time of year. It's cold and flu season. <clears throat> As you can hear, it got the best of my voice. And uh, I'm feeling a lot better, which is good. Um, it was just, it was just bad. I, I you know, I, I stayed home most of the week. Didn't go out during the weekend. But one thing I, I did watch, which was, uh, oh, it's really motivational. It's, it's on Instagram. I mean, it's not Instagram, it's on Netflix, it is The Last Dance. It's about the 90 Chicago Bulls teams and Michael Jordan. And I recommend it, even if you're not a sports fan, it's a must-watch. I watched this last year when it came out, and I re-watched it again this week. Oh, excuse me. Um, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a more driven and motivated person than Michael Jordan. And I say this now with a lot of respect um, because like I hated him. I am a New York Knicks fan. And in the early nineties, there was nothing more menacing than that Chicago Bulls team. I feel like my Knicks should have won like three championships in that time. And Every year they had to go up against the Bulls. Now, of course, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Uh, or as Ric Flair says, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And they never did. They never beat the Bulls with Jordan. They beat him in 94 when he, that year he retired. Just barely. It took him seven games. But they never beat the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. And I thought their best chance was 1993. That was the best Knicks team in that run. And they lost in six in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I love the piece. I don't want to give too much away, but there is an episode where they they dedicate a large part, part of it to those New York Knicks teams. And but just watching this this series um, again, you know, kind of entering into my weight. Well, I'm always I've always been in this journey, but kind of like really now trying to get back into it and wrap my head around it. You know. This kind of pumped me up. You know, I'm watching Michael Jordan go through what he went through in his life. Now, look, listen, look at Michael Jordan, millionaire. You know what hardships did he have? You know, he wasn't always Michael Jordan. He wasn't always the millionaire basketball player. You know, he was a kid that got cut from his be- uh, high school team and told he wasn't good enough. And the one thing I got from this is that no one will outwork Michael Jordan. No one will outwork ever outwork Michael Jordan he has a relentless work ethic, which if I could pick up a fraction of that, I think I'd be in good shape. It's, it's amazing how things motivated him and how he was so vindictive to a point of like getting back at a player. You know, my, my favorite thing in the whole, the whole series was, so when he came back from playing baseball, I mean, I'm not giving too much away. Everybody knows the history of Michael Jordan. Basically, if you don't, I'm not giving too much away here, but so when he came back, he wore 45. He's 23, and he wasn't in basketball shape. He got into, he got into baseball shape because he was playing. It's it's two different sports. You use two different muscle groups, and he wasn't the same Michael Jordan. It was almost like he's human. You know, look at this. And he, Nick Anderson on the Orlando Magic stole the ball from him, and they came out and said. 45 is not 23. The next night, Michael Jordan wore 23 and took him to school and used that really for the whole offseason. That kind of sparked that whole next 3 And the whole documentary is full of that, like him just going against the odds, beating the odds, like overcoming you know, all these things that were thrown at him and just working harder than anybody else and motivating his team and the players around him, bringing them up another level to win these championships. So it really is a must watch sports fan or not. You're going to enjoy this Um, cigar fans. You're going to this, the cigars he's smoking in that are absolutely amazing. That's kind of the FOMO I had Um, wishing that somehow I was a basketball player on the bulls in the nineties. So I could share the cigars that he's smoking all Cubans. Very rare. Um, and then he has these ones that are made from now that are look absolutely delicious. Um, <clears throat> and that's just me now talking as somebody who hasn't had a cigar in over a week. I probably can't handle one at this point either, but, but you know. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry about that. It's going to happen a lot tonight, but I'm going to try to get through this. Um, my voice sounds worse than I am. But I still didn't go out all weekend. I stayed home. I rested. I had work today. I was dying to go to my brother's yesterday and watch the football games, but I didn't. I stayed home. Um, I haven't been sleeping that great, you know, with the kind of like half cough, half anxiety. Because um, I'm here, I'm alone in in my house, my apartment, with my thoughts, which is scary. And I give myself anxiety. I, I do it all the time, and you know, <laughs> the crazy. The, it's it's. I guess it's not crazy, but it's crazy. You know, it's this COVID nonsense. I'm not gonna say nonsense because COVID's very real, and people are sick from it. But in my head, that's what I'm doing to myself. I'm giving myself anxiety over COVID. Um, do I have COVID? Maybe I have it. I'm fat, comorbidities. All these things, go, that's what it goes through my head when I'm trying to sleep at night. Then I cough, then I'm up. Then I'm like, why is my heart exploding? It should be exploding at this point. The media is making me crazy. It's making us crazy. And that's what it is too. You watch the media, the news and everything. They want to scare the shit out of you. Enough now. I'm saying it's enough. Absolutely enough. I'm tired of it. Let's report facts. Let's report, you know, things we could do to actually better our situations. I'm I'm done with all this COVID. I, I really am. It's here. It's not going anyplace. Let's just take care of ourselves and become the healthiest versions of ourselves as we can. You know, push the real. They don't push that, you know, to exercise, lose weight. Eat right, take care of yourself, build your immune system, take vitamins. They don't push that. Go in the sun. That's not the narrative that they're pushing and they should. It's it's okay to be healthy. And, you know, we've gotten into kind of a weird place, I think, in society. Where, of course, people should love their bodies. Absolutely. Be body positive. Love yourself. That's important. It's a big mental aspect of it. But there's also nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight and wanting to get healthy. Right away, they want to say it's fat shaming, um, it's diet culture. I I don't believe in all that. I I really don't. Um, I, I can think of a million reasons not to like myself and being fat is down on that list. Not one of the most, it's not in the the, the, uh, the front, I'll tell you that right now. But, you know, the the reality is, if you want to look at the science, they're saying they trust the science. And again, I'm not trying to here to be political or have a TED talk or anything like that. I'm just going by what I see and how I feel and how I felt locked in this apartment for the last week with the news and with everything else and being stressed to the max. And what I wished I would see more. You know, they don't come on the news and tell you to, 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 to be healthy. They tell you to lock yourself away. Don't see people. You know, don't go in the sun. And they, they, they push it. I mean, everything pushes towards an unhealthy lifestyle. DoorDash, Uber Eats. You know, it's it's not healthy. I've talked about this on the podcast in the past, but it's just been more in the in the forefront right now. You know, especially when you say you're. I'm like, I was like nervous to say I was sick, and because you know, of course, people were very concerned about how I was and and what it was. But it's like, right away, is it COVID? And then it's like you tell them, no, I tested negative, and they're like, nah, maybe you didn't, and maybe it's the you know, leave me alone. I got like paragraphs from people, but I, I you know, we're going to test. No, I'm not. I tested once. I'm done. I'm not spending $20 on a test again. You anyway, know, I bought my test at Seven Eleven, So I, I don't know if that is good or bad. I love Seven Eleven. It's a single man's Costco Got everything you need, you know? So to, to me, my, you know, it was, it was a bad anxiety ridden week. And it was only when I went to bed and I had, <sighs> I had some weird dreams, and maybe it was because of the, uh, the dayquil I was taking, you know, the antihistamine. It, it, that mixed into what I was reading, what people were sending me, just my own crazy thoughts about what was going to happen to me. I I had a oh, uh, a dream that that scared that scared me. It was weird. I don't really want to talk about it. Like as far as what it was just to say that it was, it was kind of nuts. It was probably one of the most vivid dreams I ever had. And the more I think about it, the more it still gives me like the creeps a little bit. So that's why I stopped taking the day quill after that, obviously, um, because I didn't want any of that again, but no, it was, it was, it was, it was a tough week as far as dealing with my anxiety and everything. Um, I try to ignore the news and the media as much as I can, but they push that narrative, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not, it's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. You know, it's just a taking care of yourself thing. And no matter what side of the, the fence you're on, you know, if you're for the vaccine, if you're against the vaccine, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about, let's we got to take care of ourselves. The last two years have been tough. You know, I, did, two weeks ago, I came on here, basically had a breakdown and talked about how I let my, my, you know, my weight loss journey fall to the side and how I put weight back on. And I, the amount of messages I got were overwhelming and amazing. And a lot of people said they, they were in the same boat. Okay. Well, here we are, you know, facing another year. We're still in this mess as far as what's going on with the pandemic and the one thing that they keep saying is that, you know, being overweight, diabetes, high blood pressure all these things are, are not good if you, if you guys catch this disease, catch the virus. So let's take steps now to get away from that. That's what I'm saying to myself. And then of course, I, I give myself the anxiety of too little, too late, you know, all that which I've which led to the first anxiety attack. Here it is, a wheel of anxiety. Spin it, let's see what happens. But well, I'm happy. I'm about two weeks into this, you know, since I came on here that uh, two weeks ago. And, and um, you know, I have been eating better. Not perfect. Um, it's been a weird two weeks as far as, like, you know, getting on this again. You know, the first week I wasn't perfect. I tracked everything, though. That's what I was proud of. I, I tracked every single thing I ate no matter what it was, if I went over or not, I held myself accountable. And to me, that was, that was one of the main things. And what I wanted to focus on was being accountable and holding myself accountable and not letting myself get get crazy. You know, a friend of mine messaged me on Instagram and she was saying that, you know, one of the problems that she has is that when she goes over like two points or 10 points, and she throws her hands in the air and is like, that's it. You know, might as well do a free for all. And I said to her, I'm like, no, oh, it's better just to go over what you're going to go over, stop it reeling in, then do that because that's almost like starting over again. And it's true, though. I feel the same. We all, I think we all feel that way. If we, you know, whatever we're doing, whatever we're tracking, if we go over what we're tracking, whether it be points, calories, macros, whatever, and we have a bad day. Our instinct is just to throw it, you know, caution into the wind, say, screw this day, forget about it, let's move on, let's have a party, eat all the cake-like things. But the best thing to do would be just, okay, I went over today, I went a little crazy, I did what I had to do, now I'm going to reel it back. And I'll just start over. And I won't worry about going over, 10 calories points whatever you're tracking and I'll stop a free for all I know for myself that it, I don't reel myself in from that that quickly if if I'm just going on a free for all no it's 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 out there and it's hard for me to reel that back in you know so I, I'm trying to get my head around this again you know, it's it, again being sick that last week. I was definitely tough. Um, I was in and out. I was like sleeping, and so I really didn't track too much. Um, but I didn't go crazy with eating either. I ate a lot of soup because my throat was just like you know, my throat was bothering me. Um, it felt good to have like you know, soup and like tea and coffee. Even though I hate tea. I, I never hated to drink more than tea. I don't get it. I don't get people with a fascination with it. It's disgusting. So I was just drinking mostly hot coffee. I don't know how good that is when you're sick, but it it was, just, I'm not going to drink tea. It's not going to happen. Um, anyway, went off a little tangent there about hot beverages. But, you know, it's just good. It's just good to be back on a track and, and, you know, and to be doing what I'm doing. And I'm lucky. I'm lucky for the support. Some really good people. That I'm not going to name here. Because um, <clears throat> I don't think they want me to. But they. A friend of mine did something that was really awesome. And uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to sing their praises one day. But they want to remain anonymous. And that's that's cool. Um, but just. It is. You have people in your in your corner that really support you. And. Once again, go find your tribe. Go find the people out there that will help you through this. And it doesn't just have to be with the program you're doing. Because like I said, we're all in this. And it's a tool that whatever you pick is a tool. Whether it be if you're doing WW, if you're doing keto, um, even bariatric surgery. It's just a tool. And we're we're all we all want the same goals. We all want to lose weight. We want to get healthy. We want to get better. And we just pick different ways to do that. And I I don't think one's better than the other. And people, you know, they they change. Lord knows, I've changed my different ways a million times. I've tried everything under the sun, besides, except surgery. Um. I've done some old school things. You know, I'm older than a lot of you people. Um, I am 42. Not that it's ancient, but I've been around since, you know, I've been trying to lose weight since the eighties. The when I was a kid up until the, you know, the nineties, I took Xenodrin and I've, I've gone over this in past episodes, but everybody new here. Xenodrin uh, was crazy. Xenodrin made me feel like I was on steroids as far as my roid rages And just sweating all the time. And I really didn't lose that much weight. I was just really on edge. Um, I took stacker twos. I took, uh, there was another one, uh, trim spa. I took trim spas. Uh, I did Atkins. And I didn't do a healthy Atkins. You know, that's one thing about my friends on keto. Doing the right thing, guys. You're being healthy about it. My Atkins was just like, okay, no carbs. So I'm going to make, I'm going to get like super sod, provolone. It was basically just like a a meat sweat diet. So I definitely did not do it the healthy way because I was just eating like steakums and eggs. Um... I, it wasn't like I was going out of my way to try to eat a healthy, healthy things. It was just anything that didn't have carbs in it. You know, I've been down the road with WW. I've went over that a bunch of times and, and what it is, but, um, yeah. So whatever, you know, you're doing, you got to have that support system. It's very important. It's very important. Um, I preach that to everybody, you know, find your tribe, whether it be on social media, real life, find those people that have you back and that can help you push you through it. I'm very lucky. I I found a a good group of people. And here's the thing. Most of my friends um, in the weight loss community, you know, that I'm I'm close with, aren't doing what I'm doing. I'm not saying what I'm doing. Um, But they're all doing different things. And I think it's that that kind of even, like, Makes it better. Um, because we're we're just talking about our goals and what we want to accomplish, and we're not like being like, okay, well, I'm doing this, you're doing this. Why am I not getting the same thing? It's good to have goals. It's good to push yourself towards something. Um, and for me right now, I have a short term goal of fifty pounds. That is my that is my that is my uh, my short term goal is to lose fifty pounds. Because I know if I get to that number, it'll push me to, you know, that's a number where I know my head is very doable. I've done it before. And I know that when I get to that, it will then catapult me to the next 50 pounds and wherever I want to go. So uh, I'm not doing anything that's out of my reach. I'm not doing anything that, like, is not attainable. I'm not saying, like, I'm going to do a push-up challenge tomorrow. Cause that's not going to happen. Um, maybe one day, but not tomorrow. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, we made it through, kind of not too bad with the with the coughing. But I'm, I again, I apologize for my voice, and I apologize for going on tangents about you know COVID and things like that. But it's just it was been a crazy week. And if nothing else, sometimes this podcast is for me to come on here and, and rant to you guys, and and um, it feels like a safe space to do that. Um, Cheaper than going to a therapist, and also I'm thick-headed. I'm not going to go to one. So I will uh, chew your ear off. I chew poor Tracy Carnazzo. She heard, She hears it every day. My friend Tracy, and that's please go follow her over at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and follow her amazing podcasts: uh, Teen Mom Trash Talk, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk, and Catfish Trash Talk. That's on iTunes. Where all podcasts are available. Please go. Subscribe and listen. They're absolutely um, hilarious. Tracy's the best, and uh, yeah, this week she she worked overtime listening to my nonsense. So thank you, Tracy. I appreciate that. I t- I told like every day my my heart was gonna explode uh, from anxiety and cough and uh, cold and flu medicine. But anyway, we made it. I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight on the live broadcast over on Instagram and here on Facebook. As always, though, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. And please subscribe on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews and sharing them and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. There will be a bonus episode this month. I apologize. I was going to do it Wednesday, but of course I got sick. You can subscribe, become a member over at patreon.com slash Podcast. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. You can find it on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar, releasing new material all the time. Just dropped a new live album, live at Beery's. Check it out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs, for your playoff needs, for your Super Bowl Sunday needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Once again, thank you to everybody who's joining us on the live broadcast, on your podcast listening devices. This has been Episode 208. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you later.